you know, with growth comes growing pains. When you're growing, it's painful. This is Growing Pains with Annie. I'm excited to, you know, grow with you guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Growing Pains. I'm back with one of my great friends. Hi. Kaj, okay. <laughs> I pointed to her, she said nothing. I didn't know you were Granted, it's hard to, to point. If yeah, the, I didn't see. This is what I saw. If the listeners haven't, you know, can't tell by now, we are actually Zooming, FaceTiming. This is a across mm-hmm. the pond kind of situation. The Not the pond, the not ocean. Not the pond. Well, it's a kind of a pond. It's just as much of across a isn't pond that, as England. Isn't that for like England though? Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm but definitely like, not oh, in England. Going across the pond. Like, it's, Do they? Who's they? The English. The English. I don't know. Don't, they they are a collective group. They, they don't. They they the shall not be named. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. Leave them all. Them more. Okay. <laughs> okay. My bad. My bad. But Kaj has been on an episode, and it was actually mm-hmm. when I was visiting you in Hawaii. Yes. And now you're so kind to come back on, and we have a whole new topic, which is very fitting that you are so far away. Because mm-hmm. what are we it's talking true. about, Kaj? Long distance friendship, which we are experts in. Experts in. You and I, you know what? And I think that I've had to be a long distance friend for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. the only one where I can really say it has been like a successful long distance friendship over like time would be. Yeah. I would say the same for sure. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, just in general, like that. So for us, our friendship. The majority of it has been long distance. Yeah, for sure. I think we we met in. Say, yeah, I would say like we only had like when we started becoming friends, like six months when we lived in the same place. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I met you the day after our friend, or the our friend Taylor and Brad got engaged, and you were you had grown up with Taylor. You were longtime That's friends with Taylor. Right. And yeah. I had met you like a couple months after they got engaged because you were visiting That's her right. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then you moved to San Diego. I don't know how yeah. many months after that. I think. Yeah. Like a month after that, I moved back to San Diego and yeah. we started going to the same church. Yeah. And then we worked in the same ministry. Yeah. Um, and yeah. for those who are listening, we worked at, we worked at the church called Shadow Mountain with their middle school ministry, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And um, that was 2017. Was it? It was it. It was 2017 because 20, 2018, Brad and Taylor got married. All this, oh, yeah. these people yeah. listening are like, this is just a timeline of random people. events. Yeah. What am I listening to? But I swear it's relevant, guys. Come on, just listen. And they got married and then we had probably mm-hmm. six months because in about yeah. March of 2018, what, when did you first move away? Cause you moved, you're like, was, Oh, that's say, you're like, I've been moving. I literally everywhere. am like, let me backtrack. Um, I moved away the first time in June of 2018. I so believe. June I, you moved yeah, away. So we yeah. had from like yes. Jan- December to June. 
which is about what six yeah. months. I don't know. I six seven months. No. Um, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> thanks. And then you know, come August of that month of that year of twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. I moved to Hawaii. So you, where yeah. did you move? First of all, yeah, let's talk about this. Where did you move? Yeah, yeah. Um, I moved to France before you're like, ooh, it really wasn't fancy. I was with my 80-year-old grandparents. So, yeah, but I moved away. Yeah, in June of 2018, I moved to France. So that definitely, I feel like, was the start of our long-distance, like, making it work friendship. And I feel like that's where we really figured it out, what works and what doesn't, for sure. Yeah, so you moved away, and I remember there was a solid six months of or not six months, a solid, mm-hmm. like, I would say six weeks of, like, we didn't really talk. Yeah. Because it was, it wasn't like we didn't talk. Mm-hmm. It's like I would see, this was back in the day when I'm looking at John, like, John, do you remember this? It was back in the day of um when you could see when someone was on Instagram. Yeah. Like, it would be, like, mm-hmm. active two yeah, minutes ago. Thing. Yeah, I have, gone? like, little, little thing. I think so. I think that you can't check. I'm old. I, I don't, don't even up. think... Cause remember when, remember when you, John, you'll understand this. Remember when you used to like the like like a guy, and then you'd you'd go to see, you know, you'd be talking on Instagram, and then you'd see yeah. when he was last active. You remember why that, right? You? I think it still does tell you technically. Oh, yeah. And your also, messages. why would you ask John if he remembers liking a guy? Because it's a bit. Because it's funny. <laughs> it was a, it was funny. It's humor. Look it up in the dictionary. Yeah, in your messages it says, look, Under it says Annie. active, active three hours ago. Oh, so they still there. do it? Oh, I am. Yeah, Annie, deep. you're leaving people on red, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're so like, I, it doesn't Annie, start anymore. I messaged you five minutes ago, Annie. <laughs> I was talking to some friends, long distance friends last night mm-hmm. who are living mm-hmm. in Mexico. And I oh said, God. I saw that you texted me. I went to text you back saw the message and decided it's better if I just call you and, you know, and they go, yeah, I texted you like two weeks ago. And (laughs) I said, I'm sorry, I'm really bad texter. And her, my, my friend David was like, it's okay. Like we know. And I go, yeah, you know what? It comes with the friendship. If you just can't, it really does. If you cannot like get over the fact that I may never text you back, you might have to text Mm -hmm. me multiple times and I still might not respond, but just know that I'm reading them. Like if you can't get over that, yep. it's kind of nice though because it's low. Pre- it's, work. it's low pressure for the rest of us. Yeah, like if yeah, you don't text that's me, why we work. I'm not taking it personally. Right. Yeah, and if, I, if I forget, I'm always like, uh, "It's Annie. It's She'll Annie. be fine." Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. She looks at your classic at like I know every time I text you, look at it. Go, I'm gonna reply to this. Put the phone down. Never reply to Never it. Reply. And that's why we work. Never exactly. But I think that also is why it's really hard for me to be friends mm-hmm. with someone that is not like active in my life necessarily. That's really true. That's a good point. So, yeah. cause I'm not one that like, I cannot thrive. I can't have a text conversation. Mm-mm. Like you I and I like will I'm text each other for two seconds and then I'll just call yeah. you or FaceTime you or I'll Snapchat yeah. video you or I'll even voice memo you. Like I just yeah. can't sit there and have like text back and forth. And so mm-hmm. when you first moved away, the only time we really talked was over Instagram messenger. And I'd be like, yeah. Hey, so you're on Instagram. Hope France mm-hmm. is treating you well. Like it was super surface level. And if yeah. you've listened to my podcast, you know, that's, I don't do surface level well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think all of my closest friends are people who also don't do surface level very well. That's true. I attract yeah. the broken. <laughs> 
Thank you. Get that get that on a t-shirt. John's gonna drop this podcast. It's not exactly the branding we're looking for, if I can be honest. But you can buy it in your merch store probably. But it will be dropping yeah. this Christmas. Oh my god. That's the name of your special. I attract the broken Alice Kilman. I my one woman yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna have many people on that one, Annie. You know what, but yeah. I mean, we're not getting into the whole <laughs> the whole sidetrack of my idea for my one woman show. Stay on course. <laughs> Stay on course. We can do this. We're talking about long distance <laughs> friendships. Come on, get with it. And so but I think that was like our hardest part was kind of having to figure out yeah. how to be there for each other in a way mm-hmm. that was actually going to be meaningful for each other when we couldn't physically be there. See each other. Yeah. Because our yeah. friendship was made seeing each other multiple times a week, like at church, mm-hmm. at church events, you know, like we'd go away for yeah. church camps together and then we would go to like our college ministry. Like it was yeah. actual events no, that think- we were doing together. Yeah, and I think that was, like you were saying, one of our biggest struggles is we kind of, when we first became close, had a built-in, like, friendship because we were in the same community. We saw each other at least four times a week. So I think that was hard going from seeing each other all the time, being in the same circle, so kind of having the same stuff going on, to completely living separate lives, different time zones, different countries. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was like an adjustment period for us, for sure. Oh, for sure. And it was so Mm -hmm. hard for me because I think that was kind of the beginning of me realizing that I'm not a great long distance Mm -hmm. friend. Same. And I had moved away. Like I had, but Mm -hmm. I'd been like short stint. So like I moved away to DC for a while and, you know, like, as mm-hmm. as listeners will know, like, Brinley, who's been on multiple times, like, yeah. we would keep it up, but we didn't talk a lot in those two months that yeah. I wasn't living here, those three months I wasn't living here, you know? And so I would do kind of stints away where I would, you know, mm-hmm. move somewhere or do something. And I, but it was like a short enough time that it was okay that you didn't really catch you up with your friends. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you get to this age it usually happens around college, right? Like college age Mm -hmm. where like you start Mm -hmm. having your friends move away across the country, studying abroad, you know, all these things. And all of a sudden, like either you stay in touch or you don't. I think it was different for us because we had become friends as adults. And now it was like, it was like this person that I didn't just have some like, you know, connection with because we had the same study hall in high school. It was, Mm -hmm. I've chosen you to become my friend. I've chosen to share, you know, like intimate parts of my life and like Mm. my, you know, like my journey and who I am with you. Mm -hmm. And now you're moving away and I'm still deciding I wanted to choose you to be one of my closest friends. Yeah. But like, how, how do I actually keep that going? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I think a big part of that was understanding yeah. on both of our parts, knowing that friendship is not going to look the same long distance, but we're going to understand like we're not always going to be able to communicate like we were. But like you were saying, I'm deciding to be your friend regardless of if we're together or not. I think that was like a really good point. 
Yeah. And it was, it was like hard to figure that out because, you know, like in the reality is at the same exact time, we were watching each other not be the best long distance Mm -hmm. friends to others too. Like Mm -hmm. there's still people who would, you know, who will be like, oh, you talk, you like, you talk to Kaj or like, have you, you know, like, oh, her and I like aren't as close as we were because we like, we didn't keep Mm -hmm. up and, you know, vice versa. There'd be times where, you know, when, because after you moved away to France mm-hmm. and then from France you you and your family moved to Italy for a while yeah um I moved to Hawaii which is actually kind of funny because yeah. that's I moved to Maui <laughs> where you're from um yeah. and so we had these moments where you know like I kind of watched you struggle through becoming a long distance friend for all these people and I saw their side of it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I basically was in that same exact position as you as then I moved away yeah and knowing like kind of both sides of it, it was, it's hard, but yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to be like, it's not that I don't want to keep my friendships yeah. with all of you or that I don't like, it's not, I don't, I don't want to lose anything yeah. with you. It's almost like, but my capacity so true is it just like, yeah. it's, it's smaller. It's not what I used to. Yeah. No, I think that's really true. Yeah. It's, that's the hardest part. And I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing to learn when you start having these friendships where people are moving away it's like you Mm -hmm. can either be bitter by it yeah or you can believe that they're still your friend and they don't mean it yeah 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 and I think something I learned is just with time and just you know life happens when you get older people move away get different jobs start families it just happens is yeah. what is my capacity? And I feel like that's something I learned in our friendship is what is my capacity of being able to really have a solid friendship with somebody. And I realized I can only do that with like one or two people, especially long distance. Yeah. And I felt like you understood that and we were able to continue our friendship. So I think that was really important too, is like we realized, like, if you were to be close with everybody that moved away or like you don't see oh every day, gosh. it's impossible. Especially when you start moving away. Cause now it's like, yeah. okay, if I spent all my time when I lived in Hawaii talking to people from San mm-hmm. Diego, yeah, I would have made you no friends the out there. Yeah. Wow. And now it's like, if I spent every second of my day catching up with people in Hawaii, I would yeah. I would never talk to people here, you know, like yeah. and vice versa and all these things. And I have friends, like I have a good friend from, you know, when I lived in Washington, DC, and we catch up maybe once a year, but we like always kind of know what's so going fun. on in each other's lives. Yeah. But it's, you know, when I do talk to her, like I could go and get dinner with her and it would be just like we sat down and we, you know, no, like yeah. we like but we were back living together in, you know, DC. Mm-hmm. And I think you just kind of have to know the limits of the friendships. Yeah. And I think that's like such a true thing about a really good friend that knows you. You don't, I feel like my best friendships with you and my friend Taylor that I've had since the second grade is we don't have to talk every day in order to feel close. And I think that's the beauty of social media too. Like I see what you're doing. I see what she's doing. So we feel connected. But when we do get to talk, it's like we pick, up right where we left off I think that's a really like that shows a really good friendship that 
I don't have to communicate with you every day in order to feel close to you. Yeah. And I think that's the type of friendship that works for me the best. I think there was also an element where we understood exactly where each other was. Yeah. In the sense that we were moving away from our community. You know, like like you were saying, you're like, okay, it sounds so luxurious. I remember so many people kind of kind of giving you like this backhanded compliment of like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, you're going to go move to France. Fun. Like, <laughs> like almost jealous. But the reality yeah. was you were, I, like, not like you were like, <laughs> you weren't doing this on no, purpose. No, but, but that's true. You were isolating yourself from mm-hmm. your whole community because here you are going yeah. to voluntarily go live with your grandparents, which is great. Yeah. Amazing. You had a blast. But at the same time, at some point you moved to a small village in Italy where like no one spoke your language and you were living in the mountains of Italy with your 80 year old grandparents. Like so true. I was like the youngest one there. You had no community. Yeah. And here I was. So you like you journeyed first, you left. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, two, three months after that, I'm moving in like I had a small kind of community base set up and then I was in a program mm-hmm. that basically forced you into community, which was like, I'm very yeah. grateful for, but I still had moments where like I would look around and realize that none of these people knew me. Yeah. And so I think that one of the strongest elements that we had in our long distance friendship at the beginning was that when we called each other, we were each other's lifelines. No, it's really true. I think, yeah, we really... I feel like in that season, I was definitely going through this transition where I was very much figuring out who I was and what I wanted out of life. And I needed you kind of as my lifeline to that. Because I feel like if we didn't have the closeness we did, I totally would have just even more self-isolated, Yeah, you know, because I have a tendency to do that and not check in with anybody. So... I really looked forward to those phone calls, even though it had to be at like 2 a.m. my time or like yeah, random when you're like in between stuff, like 10 minutes at a time. Like, I think it was just good to keep like the pulse on each other's lives. Yeah. Well, and even like now, right? So mm-hmm. we're calling you and it's, you know, 7, 7 p.m. your time, 10 p.m. our time. Yeah. And it's yeah. like at the end of the day, it's not a crazy difference. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we did 12 That's hours cool. difference. Where yeah. I was like, oh, I'll call you at 10 because 10 a.m. isn't like mm-hmm. too crazy. But like 9 a.m. is a little weird to talk at. And, you know, OK, yeah, yeah I'll be up. I can stay up till 11 yeah. if you can, you know, if you're not busy at 11. Because like, yeah. three and three is yeah. never going to work out. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy yeah. to kind of no, think we really of that. Extreme. We went we literally went from like one extreme to the next. I think it really like set us up because. We did the worst first, and now it's just downhill from here. Like Right, easy. Like, Three hours difference. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Which is even like, I think, I always say, I go, I'm so grateful I have someone who's three hours behind. Because if, you know, like if mm-hmm. shit hits the fan at midnight here, I'm like, Kaj is up. I know she's up. I'm calling her. I'm calling her. Yep. <laughs> and you know, I'll pick up. I see your name. I know it's important. You're like, uh-oh. And, and that's happened. Uh-oh. We're What's like, I have, mm-hmm. you know, it's been... 11 p.m. I get a phone call and I'm like and I'm like in the middle of a panic attack and I've called you mm-hmm. you know and, and you're up because it's like it's like what? 8 p.m. your time when are you, you're like yeah. you're not asleep and and vice versa like I remember there'd be times yeah, where sure. I was like what are you what are you doing up and you're like what are you doing up but I need to talk to you 
Yeah. And I think that that was another element of it is like, if anyone was going to ask me like, Hey, what would you recommend? Like my best friend is moving away or, you know, like Mm -hmm. how do I do this? Just kind of that realization that community is, is made and that can be made over the phone. Anywhere. Yeah. Like I I remember having crying conversations, especially when I was living in Hawaii at the beginning, like I would call you and we'd talk on the phone for two hours and I'd be like sitting outside and all the other interns and everyone I'm like living with is like, who is she talking to? (laughs) And, you know, like at the end of the day, it was, those were the conversations that were keeping me going. Yeah. Because like you were the person who was like, Hey, how's your relationship with God? Or like, Hey, like, what are you struggling with? Or like, Hey, I know that you, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I know that this is hard for you. Has that even gotten better? Yeah. Because we are also the people who will fake it. Yeah. And I think it's it's really good too that we have somebody, I think the long distance worked because it was somebody outside of the situation that could look at it objectively that understood how like each other thought, but you know, wasn't in the situation. I think that's something that I really value in our friendship is I know that, you're the person I call when I need an outside perspective because I know you know me and I know you'll give me the best advice. Yeah. I think that's like one of the biggest things too, is like just the honesty, like, yeah, you know, and I think if you set up that kind of foundation of like, there's not, there's, Mm -hmm. we're not surface level. We're not going to be surface level. We like, we value the time we get to speak with each other. For sure. And even if there was times where like, you know, I would see you'd be on Instagram, but you didn't respond or whatever. And I would get upset. I'd be like, oh, how dare she? How dare she not respond to me? So rude. Hands <sighs> over it. He's He turned out. He's yeah. not even listening anymore, which is fine. It's okay. Cool. I tune out when the accents start. <laughs> same. Same time. You same. know, same. Me too. I go into a trance. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a different. We're not getting. It's a different person. Anyway. Look at you being concise. <laughs> be concise <laughs> but anyway we always talk we were very deep when we talked to each other very very deep <laughs> but like there was this element where it's like when we did talk to each other we didn't bring up the mm-hmm. kind of stupid stuff like that it wasn't like yeah and saying you were on instagram mm-hmm. and didn't respond you know like no it was just like, the time mattered yeah the time mattered and we only had like an hour of it and we didn't know the next time we were gonna speak so like what was the point of that? You know, like, yeah, I'd rather get your advice on a situation that, you know, I needed help in. Yeah. Or even just to talk to, I think like the value of talking to someone who knows you mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. huge. Especially really nowadays. Like I've talked to a lot of people who will say like, Oh, I, you know, like, yeah, I know I need therapy, but like, I'll, I'm just going to talk to my best friend instead, you know, which like, part she was like excuse you what gross nope nope you should go therapy everyone should go therapy um we should get sponsored by one of those like therapy like oh yeah like better help like better help it was just the whole progression of like nope nope go to therapy go to therapy (laughs) you should go to therapy (laughs) 
<laughs> at this time, we like to thank our sponsors. Better help. It'd be perfect. It would have been a will... perfect little. Hey, let's not give them anything for you, huh? Yeah, okay. You know what? Better help. <laughs> okay, no, Cut stop. Just stop out. saying the name is really what we're looking for. Because every <laughs> time like you say the name, it's free advertising. <laughs> There's other ones. There's, I don't know other any things. of the other names, but. Well, let's just the not therapies. list them for good no. measure, huh? <laughs> Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes, John. Sorry. Yes, yes sir. Yes, 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 producer John. My bad. <laughs> mm. It's like going fired? like it's literally just like we never get sponsored by these people. But it's like going like there's like Walmart and Target, you know, like and it's like every time you say the them. name, it's just more and more and more. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? Then you and know that, you're oh. on your own for therapy, people. You figure it out. Go listen. Go to listen to a different podcasts for that where it. that company may or may not sponsor them. Yeah, please. <laughs> finish this one first and then subscribe and like all the other ones and whatnot and leave us a great review but then you can listen to those. then listen to a therapy podcast instead of going to a therapist <laughs> or just go to yeah. therapy great advice but wait I, where was this going all i i i know where it was going i know I'm all lo- this I'm to say all, all this to say talking to someone who knows you is yeah. someone like the most important keys to life. I, mm-hmm. I like truly believe like talking to someone who knows how you think and understands how mm-hmm. you process emotion because you know, like it's easy the, to fool yourself. It's easy like, to fool if yourself. If you're not getting checked. <clears throat> and I always say that you can, it's so much easier to walk down into a valley than to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Cause it, walking is downhill. And it could be switchbacks. Yeah. It's still pretty, and it's still there's still a view when you're walking downhill. And then all of a sudden, you notice that oh shoot, I can't go any further down because I'm at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And people are really happy walking downhill. They complain yeah. a lot walking uphill, or that might just be me. But I don't like hiking. No, that's but, universal. Yeah, but you know, so talking to someone who like understands where you're at and can process the situation from the outside perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it takes an element of humility because, like, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we would have to share every aspect of it. Because, like, if you're yeah, lying you to yourself. you have to choose to want to be vulnerable. Like, you have to make that choice to be like, okay, I have limited time with this person. Am I going to be really real with how I'm doing? Or am I just going to give lip service and be like, yeah, everything's great. Like, da, da, da. you know? Yeah. Which is easy to do with people that you can fool. But I feel like when you really know somebody, you you try to lie to me all the time. And I'm like, no, Amy. I try to lie to myself all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, Amy, I'm is that call really that what happened? Are you yeah. in denial? I'm in I'm denial. Like, what does the therapist say? <laughs> yeah. I have a boathouse in denial. Oh, my God. <laughs> John laughed. <laughs> laughed. I did it. Please over here. stop. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> joke. It's a good Andy. joke. It's a good joke. You have to say it's a good joke after. It was a good joke, Bob. I need you to stop. Oh, God. Pretty good. Yeah. That was painful, but I still love you. (laughs) Thanks. See, and that's what true friendship's about. (laughs) Dealing with your friend's bad puns. That's my advice. (laughs) That is cold. (laughs) 
I just Dang. I end the podcast. I just hang up on her. I'll just be. <laughs> there's no biz, there's, ended. Yeah, there's no busy signal with FaceTime, but we just added it in post just for dramatic. Yeah, effect. dramatic. Effect. And then it, it, the title changes to "How to Break Up with the Long Distance <laughs> Break Up with Your Long Distance Friend." <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is divulged into just madness. No, I have a question. If if okay. I can ask, one. yes, please. Okay, That's yes, why we gave you a microphone. Yeah, I I just am curious because I don't have a lot of long distance friends. You know, like contrary to what you guys obviously yeah. have, and so mm-hmm. I always I was wondering when you guys were explaining like. You know, it's like it takes kind of a deep connection and you kind of cut through the BS and you talk about what matters, right? Because time yeah. means so much. Mm-hmm. But how do you, what is like the criteria, I guess, in selecting? Because, Kaj, you also said earlier, like, I can only have two to three long distance <laughs> friends. And so, yeah, like, wh- what were those, what are those elements that make like, or I guess signs. Why'd you choose me? Or I guess signs that you saw on those no, people no. to go like, oh, these. This is one of my three. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. No, I think that's a really good question. I think how you feel after talking to a friend is really telling if the friendship is life giving or not. Yeah. So I think I those think people. That's huge, right? Like I feel like life giving yeah. is kind of like a like a Christianese mm-hmm. term. Um, yeah, but it's just this yeah. intense, like this feeling of like rejuvenation afterwards and feeling mm-hmm. like you've kind of been refreshed and renewed or yeah. like if it's a friendship's not life giving, it's you walk away and you feel drained yeah. and tired and exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those two to three friends that I could keep, you know, even long distance are people that even in person, I walked away from conversations feeling like, okay, I feel filled up. I don't feel like, oh, I'm exhausted, like, after that conversation. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think with with you, I think I – part of it, too, is, like, like this sounds awful, but, like, a, a early trauma bonding. <laughs> <laughs> True, though. But, yeah. like, so – when Kaj and I became oh, friends, yeah. we became friends right when one of my best friends, Andrew, got diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of watched me go through his cancer journey at the beginning and mm-hmm. like the decision, do I move away or do I stay and watch mm-hmm. like him finish this cancer journey? And, you know, do mm-hmm. you know, at that point he had like, he, even he said, he goes, I, I literally have, you know, a couple months of chemo left and then I'm done mm-hmm. and I'm going back to school. Like, what's the point you should go. Yeah. Um, and kind of just having to like s- struggle through that decision of mm-hmm. can, you know, like, can I still have the like friendship, like the fear of losing a friendship with him and, you know, mm-hmm. and you re- like, I remember you would, cu- you visited him in the hospital with me before. And so it's just mm-hmm. kind of one of those things where I think for me, I I realized that you had stood by me when I was in like the fog of the hardest time and you didn't make a point to be like, hey, I'm here. You just yeah. were there. Like, even if I never acknowledged it, you were still going to be there. Well, thanks, Danny. You're emotional. <laughs> Get over it. You're fine. Um, oh, and there's the trauma. <laughs> and there's a trauma. That should be a theme song we have on the little buttons that you can play. Get over it. You're fine. 
is another t-shirt we're selling in the merch store, along with what was the other one i love earlier? how this i attract broken I, people I, I, attract, <laughs> I, I attract broken people what does that say about our friendship what is mm-hmm. i have a podcast about growth and growing pains and like and oh my like, gosh let's talk about fun. i can't wait to grow with you and i'm like i interact broken people i have a boat house in the deni- in denial denial real. for the record it's still not a legal joke on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but all that to say <laughs> get over it you're fine but like in the like reality it's like i think i realized that I could count on you when I didn't know I needed to count mm. on someone. Okay. Thank you. Oh, well, mm, mm. And you got all my... Oh, okay. <clears throat> but, that, but then, okay, and just like that, you're like, okay, you're, I get you're deflecting. You let yeah. me... I don't know. You, I yeah. realize you kind of, like, go with the flows of my my emotions, but then you also call me out when I, like, need to, like be called out and another person who does this really well with me is jordan mm. and she's someone who who's jordan <laughs> i don't know john who's jordan she sounds great i'll set you guys oh up you'd love to meet her she's a great gal yeah. <laughs> it's so over jordan I'm, is john's <laughs> Jordan John's fiance. She's been she was on our last episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, pop over to that one. Um, it's a great listen. She's she's filled with the wisdom and kindness and whatnot. And sass. And whatnot. But but you know, I've she's also someone who has kind of struck like has struck that balance with me of, you know, we'll talk and we'll have these like good conversations, but then like when I share stuff where like I was, you know, debating whether to not to like apply to a job and she just like called mm-hmm. me out. She was like, you're, I get it. You're afraid, but like, this is stupid at this point. Like, you know, you can mm-hmm. do it. You know, all this stuff. And like, I'm, I can't, I can't just keep sitting here and listening to you, you know, run in circles when you know you could do it. If you're, yeah. if you're not going to do it fine, but you're going to regret it. Yeah. And you're also mm-hmm. someone who's been very good at like just kind of calling me out and that kind of stuff. And you would do it from an ocean away. You do it for our countries away, you know, like across the pond and what what, what they say. But but she just she looks so disappointed every time I say it. But I think you know, John. That's a great question, and I think to. Mm-hmm to really come back to the question, which was, you know, how do you kind of decide who that person is? I think you kind of look around and you see who's been there without you asking. So good. And the people, I remember I was told that, wow, shout out to my, you know, fifth grade lunchtime aide. I remember, I has the stories behind it don't laugh at me yet. I remember being in fifth grade and having all my friends be horrible because they were like all the mean girls. I was part of the mean girl group. Oh yeah, the ones who went to the concert without you. Yeah, man. Yeah, they listen. saw the cheetah girls. They didn't even ask me. Like they That is so rude. That's some next level That's stuff. That's some next level stuff. That's man. You go to the cheetah girls and you're just the like cheetah girls. we're not gonna invite Annie. She, yeah. she loves the cheetah listen, girls. They get their yeah. comeuppance. We'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, but I was it. I was like on and off again friends with these girls forever. 
And I remember crying and having like some random girls from my class sitting with me at lunch while I'm crying. And they're like, you're great, Annie. Oh, you know. And when the lunchtime aide says, she's like, what's wrong? And so I tell her the whole story because I'm a verbal processor mm-hmm. from a young age. So, I, of course, I just spilled my guts. That's why I started a podcast. Um, and she goes, well, it looks like to me, the people who are around you, they're your real friends. And it's like, boom. And I remember kind of looking around and being like, these are not my friends. <laughs> like, not these girls. <laughs> oh, Annie. My real friends would have invited me to Cheetah Girls. My real friends went to the Cheetah Girls without me and I'm pissed. <laughs> but That's some intense stuff. Intense trauma. <laughs> but, but I just remember, like, it's really stuck with me. It's like, the people who are around you, like yeah. they're your real friends. And you can surround yourself with good friends or you can surround yourself with bad friends. And I feel like that's a less a that life lesson our parents. To the yeah. If your friends don't take you to the cheetah girls, you're not your friends. Amen. Amen. That's all the podcast. Is that and thanks for listening. That, that's boom. <laughs> Bam, we did it, boom. people. But okay, back to the moral of the story, right? Yeah, I think long distance friendships are really hard. And I think you and I were lucky enough that we kind of actually, we got like a year together again. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because you moved back to Maui. Because you called me out when I needed to be called out. You, I remember we were. That would have happened. Right? We were sitting, you were visiting. I came to visit. Mm -hmm. You came to visit. Your parents had moved back to the island. So you came to visit. And like, do us a favor. You were going to come volunteer at the winter camp we were running. And I remember mm-hmm. sitting at a coffee shop. And I would love to hear the story from your perspective of the conversation we had. Yeah, I I think I was definitely in a season of knowing I needed a community and needing to make a change for that to happen, but not wanting to do it because I got really comfortable just being by myself. Yeah. And I knew we went to coffee and I knew. If we sat down together, you were just going to call me out. So even before we had the conversation, I was like, okay, I know it's coming. But I literally in my mind was like, okay, I have these points. Like, I'm just going to, you know, it's going to be fine. Because I really didn't want to stay. And I was in this place where I like, as soon as I left Maui, I was like, never moving back. Like, it was something I didn't want to do. Yeah. And you sat down. And the minute you were like, you know what, cause I really feel like. You should move back to Maui, be with people your age. I was like, dang it. There is no way I can fool Andy. She knows me too well. She knows if I come up with excuses, that's what they are, excuses. And that I want to move back and been where I am in my life if you didn't have that hard conversation. Yeah. Sure. So thank I, you. I remember sitting there and being like, I almost, and I didn't say it in so many words, but I was kind of like, no. You can't survive off of our phone calls anymore. Yeah, it's really true. And if, like, you didn't say that, I'll be in, like, Italian out somewhere just being weird, living in a cabin, writing letters, you know, and that never ends well. So. Because, like, as much as long distance friendships work, there's, like, a breaking point in them, right? Like, yeah. At and some I think point, it's true. You can't sustain yourself off of phone calls. And yeah. I think a good long distance friend will encourage you to have friends that are in the same place as you. 
And I think everyone kind of got a touch. Like if like John, kind of like what you were saying is you're like, I don't really have long distance friends. Well, come COVID, Mm -hmm. like that's kind of what it was. Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder, like, I'm probably not a a good long distance friend. I would say you're not a good friend. Not a good friend in in person. No, I just, you know, I let life get in the way sometimes. So I I can't imagine Mm -hmm. having a genuine long distance friend. So I guess. Um, I, I'm kind of curious, like, what are things that you guys in your specific relationship have figured out that helped you, you know, kind of keep that long distance friendship at a level that you both, you know, were kind of coming out of it, feeling refreshed, like you've talked about this whole episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think really going back to just kind of like that idea of like, we knew each other, like you knew if I didn't text you back, it wasn't because I hated you. You knew, you know, like you knew that yeah like we almost have like a you could just you develop like this unspoken you know like this unspoken um like language right like if i call you if i facetime you and you don't answer and i facetime you again i'm a double facetimer yeah if i facetime you again it's going to be important and if you don't answer it's like okay she's actually really busy yeah but on that double facetime like if you really can't talk but you know like you're going to talk in the next hour you'll answer and be like hey let me call you back you know, it, or like true. if I if I call you on the phone, you don't answer. Like, basically, we have this like unspoken thing where it's like you have within the week to call me back. <laughs> like until we do a "Are you alive?" check. Yeah, or yeah. If you don't if you don't respond, happens. you will get a Snapchat of like "Are you alive?" Proof of life. I need please. proof. Yes. Yeah. You know. And yeah, and I think also we like just like send each other funny stuff throughout the week. That's like, hey. Yeah, I'm still it's, thinking of you. I think but like you, even if I don't have time, like I'm still like here. I think it's like when you have a friendship that's so intertwined because it's to the point where like I haven't seen you. Well, I just you just visited, but I was like oh, I haven't yeah. seen you in a year. You you just I just saw you. I you were in town not too Sorry. long ago. But prior to that, the last time I was a long time in Maui was a year ago. December, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was about a year. It's almost a year. Mm-hmm. December. Montag. Yeah, the end of Thanksgiving is like, will be a year. And I remember kind of being like, seeing you in person was great, but we, we make sure to keep like, so mm-hmm. in touch with each other to the point where like, I didn't feel like I was stepping into your life. No. I think that's the biggest thing. There was a lot of like, catching up. Yeah. That's the veil, right? Like a successful long distance friendship is a friend that you can see. And it's not like you're stepping into their life for the first time, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like the environment's going to be different and, you know, like the communication's not going to be over the phone, but like if you go and visit them or they come and visit you, it's not, not going to feel different. It's yeah. not going to feel very different. And listen, and like mm-hmm. all of this with a grain of salt, this is our own experience. Right. And we did some things wrong. Like we're not perfect. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think, John, kind of what you said, like, you let, you let, like, life get in the way. We're definitely guilty of that. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then we have to spend, like, three hours catching up with each other because we forgot to tell each other all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, like, when I catch up with you, it's with the intention of bettering myself as a person. Wow. Yeah. It's like learning from you. 
She's like, very true. Yes, you learned so much from me. I'm so wise. Like a narcissist. <laughs> Great. This is the well, part of the show where we insult our guests. <laughs> come on, come on, Growing Pains with Annie. I'll tell you what I really think of you. <laughs> it starts with, uh, what was the first one? I attract broken I attract people. Broken people. <laughs> get over it. Oh, get over it. Get over it. She's like, I'm getting emotional. Yeah, ah, come on, get over it. It'll be fine. <laughs> get, get over it. You're fine. <laughs> but when you move back, or when you, yeah. when I move, when you move, when we moved, um, when you moved back to Island, it was nice because we had like a year together. And now we are doing life together mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in that kind of going back off of like what we were saying earlier is like, then you walk through like another really hard season. Like <laughs> the amount of times I've like, we've cried in front of each other compared to yeah, most of my other in front of anybody. It's compared true. to most of my other friendships, like genuinely I've had friendships where the only time they have seen me cry is at an actual funeral, you know? Yeah. You're the only one who knows my true cry face. You're the only one. It's, it's, um, it's really gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> my face. If only this was a Thank video you. podcast, I'd mimic it. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, like we've had talks where we just like break down in front of each other. And like, do you need that to ha- be vulnerable with your friend? No. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee Jacob Nichols listen to this podcast. He's like, I'm, I don't cry in front of my friends. That's fine, Jacob. That's okay. I don't expect you to, you know, but oh, he's my wow. most loyal listener. I, t- I talk to yeah, him every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, for you and I as people who, that is our go-to is to be defensive and not, you know, to be the helper and not to be vulnerable. Like mm-hmm. I think you and I kind of mm-hmm. figured out early on, like if any of this is going to work, like we needed to be like extremely real with each other. And that wow. made it for when we were take like when we were finally together again and doing life at like in the same place, I think it mm-hmm. made our friendship in person so much better because it was like, I didn't need to see you every day. Mm-hmm. But now when I saw you in person, the time was even more valuable. Yeah. Because I knew that like that wasn't forever either. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Do you think, okay, because now we're long distance friends again. Yep. Gosh, keep on moving. You keep on moving. I stayed right where I was. You moved away first. Yeah, but you kept doing it. Touche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may mm-hmm. have a point there. <laughs> when <laughs> when I decided to move back, part of it was just like life circumstance and Andrew passing away yeah. and all you know all this stuff. Yeah. And then I moved to Mexico. I keep. I really. I do keep moving. Yeah, That's on. It's really on don't. me. It's me. Mm-hmm. I do keep doing now, it. <laughs> but. I, when the last time I went to go visit him, you drove me to the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Almost killed you on the way there. Mm-hmm. You almost killed me on the way yeah. there. Yeah. And every bad. time I get in the car with you, but we won't get into oh, that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I remember you made me a sandwich. And I was numb. Like, I was dead inside. She hit the yeah. speed bump, but I, I swear, John, she hit a speed bump at least 80 miles per hour. The whole Don't car. Don't be dramatic. It was like 60. 
it was if if you have She's ever really been to the Maui airport, the, they have these speed bumps <laughs> in the Kahului airport that I swear are just a straight up miniature wall. It's not a speed bump. It's like a straight yeah, up tiny wall brick. that you just hit. Yeah. And yeah. Every, like it's known on island. It's like all oh, the speed bumps at the airport. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, and so she hits it. The whole car goes flying. I'm eating the sandwich, and I didn't even react. She li- no. she does she does one of those you know, one of those like mom arms where you throw the arm across the person in the passenger seat to save them from dying. You know, and I didn't even I didn't even flinch. I just was like, Dude, I was so just trying to get you to your destination. I heaven i made you a sandwich i'm dropping you off my final destination she's trying to send you somewhere else. yeah she's like i'll send you over the rainbow in my 2000 rav four great yeah i'm, about to, I'm surprised really, the engine didn't fall felt, out i straight up felt the car come apart and go back together like the cartoons <laughs> you good but you handed yeah. me a letter and I got on the plane and I op- and you said, don't open it until you're in the air. And it's this letter. And I found it yeah. the other day and I should have actually brought it and just read it. But you're, you basically said what you're doing is hard and like being his friend has not been easy because like, I know you've wanted to run away from this and it's painful, mm-hmm. but experience it, go through it be like be there with him enjoy it and you know like Mm -hmm. basically like we'll go through the painful parts later like set those aside and we can sift through them together and I think that like that's kind of you know like that's the epitome of it right is like you find someone that you know it's it's worth it to keep them in your life if they're willing to sift through the hard parts later Mm-hmm. and like call you out on it too and you know try to maybe find someone who doesn't want to kill you on your way to the airport but one time and they're about it for the rest of my life <sighs> but I like I was thinking back at that and that kind of made it kind of sparked like my intentions of wanting to talk to you about this mm-hmm. is because I think that like you know, as much as we like joke around and, you know, we see each other and like the reality is like, I think, you know, I'll have you, you know, in my life forever. Don't make that face at me. You're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I was itching my nose. Woman. Okay. Okay. She, she has rejected my, you know, my forever friendship, whatever. Fine. Be that no. way. No. Okay. The drama. But, you know, like I, I think about it and I'm like, wow. I've developed this friendship with this person that I haven't like actually done life alongside for the majority of our friendship. Yeah. But, but then like, again, I chose to do life alongside you. Like it wasn't by Mm -hmm. happenstance. Yeah. I don't know. How do do you feel? Do you feel like you've grown at all from being friends with me? Like in the yeah. distance element, I know that I'm really wise and you've learned a lot from me. Yeah, so good. Yeah, you definitely helped me through the, yeah. I've taught you a lot of humility, um, that's for sure. Yeah, and definitely helped me deflect, um, for sure. Yeah, that may be something. I should download that app and maybe they yeah. can help me through that. <laughs> that one app that we're not That gonna one do. app about um, therapy, but we're not going to say who until they no, give us what? money. Money, baby. 
Wait, what was the question? Oh, what have I learned? Thank you. Grown from, back. learned, yeah. back. No, I, I think it's really true, like what you were saying. I think we're really lucky that we've gone through the hard stuff together. Yeah. I think out of everybody, you have been the one person I know is going to be my friend, no matter what it looks like. And you've been my friend when I wasn't a good friend to you. When I first moved away, I was in this really like bad period of my life where I just didn't want accountability or community. And you were the one person who stuck around. And I think I like realized like, oh, she's not going to give up. She's going to keep calling me, texting me, snapping me, Instagramming me until I pick up the phone. Um, I'm Instagram, sorry, I really drove that home. No, literally. Um, like you literally taught me how to be a good friend. Get that on a shirt. I want it in writing. Oh my! It's God. recorded forever. Um, I no, taught you how to be a friend. Me. Period. That's the, end. that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> oh my! See, I can't even. Yeah, you really taught me humility too. See, Deflecting you have to be careful because you're really making a monster. Yeah. Here. I know. I can see her head getting bigger from across this pond. So. Um, <laughs> across the pond. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous when you say it. Yeah, we shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we don't record late. This is, this this is, is number one. This is the last, in the last podcast she was on. We recorded at 1 a.m. I feel my, like, true. Like, yeah. This is growing beige after dark is what this episode is. <laughs> but... I'm sorry. I what interrupt. It's such a nice sentiment. Yeah. With your, I taught you how to be a good friend. Okay. No, you really did because you're the one person that made me hold that line and not just give up. Yeah. And I think that's something I learned is like, you can have a life, be busy, but still have good friendships. Yeah. It's like constantly that, moving the bar. Yeah. And it's you're like, if one of you I sets know whatever it high, season. Yeah. Like the other one the will other live up to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And but there's also grace there of knowing like oh, there's been so many times where I've had to text you like, Hey, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you until like this, this is what's going on, like Yeah. Are you free tomorrow? Like Well and even so I like, think it's having standards and just also like you've taught me to have grace for myself and for other people for yeah. sure. Something I really learned. Like I when Don't you when you were stuff. visiting I couldn't mm-hmm. like I couldn't take all that time off of work. And so I was but working. Was okay. And even to the point when like when you left, like I didn't see the last couple of days you were here. Mm-hmm. And part of that was my own poor planning as I thought you were there like an extra two days than you actually were. Um, which is just me not listening. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so you called me like, hey, we're about to get on the plane. And I felt so bad. Like I felt so awful. I was like, I'm so like I'm so sorry. I like I was gonna ask you guys if you wanted to get dinner tonight and all this stuff. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it was kind of like, could I send myself down a spiral of like, oh my gosh, she hates me and she never wants to see me again. Yeah. And like the reality is like we didn't really talk for like a couple weeks after that too. And at yeah. the end of the day, it's like, okay, well I know her. It's not. Yeah, that. and just because just you life. like. No, just because you have a life doesn't mean somebody's not important to you. I think that's something you've really taught me too. Yeah. Well, 
I'm really grateful if I have to do a long distance friendship that like we've kind of worked out the yeah. kinks and we've made it pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy. I know. And it's yeah. to the point where like when I visit Hawaii, it's funny because like when they're like, oh, who are you? Who are you staying with? And I always mark family because I don't think of you and your in your family as like friends. I think of you as family. Oh, you're going to cry? Get over it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Wow. My empathy just so drains. <laughs> empathy drains the later it gets. You're like this so aggressive. You're like, I love show. you. Get over it. Yeah, it's literally. Like, different. <gasps> Here I am. Usually I'm like, let's talk. Yeah, I'm like just empowering you. And I'm like, get over this it. Uh-huh. Deflecting Are pains you usually like that? Yeah. Deflecting pains. Denial yeah, pains. I don't feel a lot of growth happening, Annie. I feel shrinking. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, cut that one out. Cut that. I can't have that on my brand. (laughs) Oh, gosh. No, but I think like you've, I've grown into a better person because like I've chosen to grow alongside you even when it wasn't easy. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I think that, you know, I'm excited to see, like, do I think about the future Mm -hmm. of like, oh my gosh, like what's, like, what's the reality of, like, you know, my kids, like, growing up? It's not like we're, like, our plan to live down the street from each other. Like, who knows if that will happen kind of vibe, you know? Like, will my kids just run over to her house? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but I I know for a fact that you're going to be there, even if you're the person I call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, get me away from these freaking kids. You know, like, I'm going to fly to come visit you. And we're, we're no good. I'm never yeah. I'm going to never look back. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> Wow, that's really took a deep turn. This is just going this to is a derailed. dark place. <laughs> no, but, it's true. You know, like what we're each you? other's outlets a lot of the times. Yeah. And I don't think that will ever change. No, I think no matter what life looks like, I know you're going to be in it. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Going through life with somebody. Yeah. Like you might ride or die. You, you, like even more than anybody. You've seen the yeah. growth, you've seen the pains, and there will be more to come. Mm hmm. Amen. Yeah, Amen. They definitely will. Well, John, do you, there's nothing else, right? You don't have any other questions? I think we got that. I think we got that. I think that's a wrap. I think that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Tune in next time. Maybe we'll have a sponsor. Maybe they'll have something to do with therapy. Maybe we'll have our, you know, crap more together. We'll figure it out. You want to thank Kaj real quick? Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> wow. I was like, thank you, John. I, I was waiting for the. Hey, thanks so much for being on. And it was not coming. She's like, okay, hey, bye. she just does life wow. with me. She's just going to be here anyway. Kaj, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. And I'm just really mm-hmm. grateful I get to do life with you. Thank you for having me. I love you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>